You are listening to The Stender with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. Once again, Shana Tova. Welcome to everybody. It's so wonderful once again to be with you tonight. Um, I don't know about you, but I am uh, still digesting brisket from lunch. So I, I want to make this brief, uh, and I just want to share uh, a story that's been on my mind. It starts the way a lot of Jewish stories start. Once there was a king. Once there was a king who had an extraordinary collection of gemstones and priceless treasures. And in his collection of emeralds and sapphires and rubies and gold doubloons, he had the most exquisite, perfect diamond. He treasured this diamond. He loved this diamond more than any of his possessions. And every night, after a long day of administering his kingdom and adjudicating disputes and passing legislation and doing other kingly matters that weighed on his conscience and drained his energy and showed him all of the imperfection and quarreling and brokenness in the world, he would retreat every night to his private chambers with his perfect, precious, priceless diamond and just sit there for hours admiring it, caressing it, holding it in his hand. To him, it was incredibly reassuring that in this broken world, at least there was something that could still be perfect, that could still be flawless. And then one night... Tragedy struck. As he did every night, the king went back to his private chambers and held his perfect diamond, but as he was caressing it this one night, the diamond slipped out of his hands. There it went flying through the air until eventually it came with a crash onto the stone floor. Anxious, the king picked up the diamond, held it in his hand, looked at it, examined it, and noticed that a crack had appeared in the center of this perfect diamond stretching all the way from the base to the very, very top. The king was beyond distraught. His perfect gem had been marred, had been tarnished, now that there was nothing perfect in this world. And so his courtiers tried everything to find somebody who could come and fix this gem. They called the best jewelers and gemologists and technicians and craftsmen in all the land. They even tried their hand at some wizards and magicians just for luck. None of it worked. And the king was devastated. Until one day, a wise old craftsman came to the palace. And he said to the king, I can fix your diamond." And the king said, really, you can? We've tried everything nobody else could. Are you sure? And the craftsman said, yes, in fact, 
Not only can I fix it, but I will return it to you in two weeks, even more perfect than it was before. And the king was intrigued, more perfect than it was before. I'm not sure how that's even possible, but I will try anything. So he gave the diamond to the craftsman. Two weeks later, the craftsman returned to the palace. He, with pride, handed the diamond gleaming to the king and said, here it is, more perfect than before. The king got out his uh, monocle. He went and looked at the diamond, and sure enough, the same crack was there as before, stretching all the way from the base to all the way to the very top of the diamond. The king turned to the craftsman in rage and said, what are you, mocking me? It's still blemished. It's still imperfect. The crack is still there. And the craftsman said, look closer. So the king put on his magnifying glass again, held up the gem, and looked. And of course, it did still have the long spindly crack along the middle. But then he could see that the craftsman had etched a perfect, gorgeous rose at the top of the crack turning the crack into the stem of this exquisite flower. And the king was overjoyed at this beautiful flower made from this horrible crack. And the craftsman said, You see, I told you I would return it to you in two weeks, even more perfect than it was before. The truth of this story is that there is nothing in our world that is perfect. Nothing without flaws, nothing without failings, nothing without mistakes, nothing without blemishes. The question of life is not how to build a perfect life, not how to make a perfect family, not how to craft a perfect existence. It's how to own our imperfections, own our failings, acknowledge, acknowledge our mistakes, honor the places where we've gone wrong, where we've blemished, where we've broken elements of our life. And from the place of that brokenness, make something whole, make something complete, make something beautiful. The rabbis in the Talmud had a teaching about this. They said tshuva, which is the Hebrew word for repentance, but literally means to turn around. That's the buzzword of the high holy days. That's what we're supposed to be doing over the course of Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur is a process called tshuva, turning around, repenting. And they said a person who does tshuva is even more holy than a person who has never sinned in his or her entire life. And of course, the truth of that statement is there isn't a person who has never sinned in his or her entire life. And so what makes a whole life, what makes the best possible life that each of us can live, what makes a perfect life if such a thing can exist, what makes a beautiful life is the opportunity to see those cracks and to make something beautiful from them. That's the work of the high holy days. And that's the work of the religious life. It's not about perfection. It's about acknowledging and affirming and holding and owning our imperfection and from there, making something good, making something beautiful, making something holy. One of my favorite poets and songwriters, Leonard Cohen, 
wrote this amazing line. He says, forget your perfect offering. Ring the bells that still may sing. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. This Rosh Hashanah, we come together, people filled with cracks, filled with our brokenness, filled with mistakes we've made, regrets we've had, places we've gone astray. But the insight and the wisdom of being here together and holding this space is that when we see those cracks, we can know that is where the light comes in. Shana Tovah.